this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nancy and Steve attend a house party where Nancy gets so drunk that she tells Steve what she really thinks of him and his grand plan to keep their mouths shut. Elle is extremely lonely in the cabin and wants to go trick-or-treating. Hopper compromises with her and promises he'll come home early to eat candy and watch movies if she just stays hidden. That makes her halfway happy and uses some of the downtime to watch TV and psychically visit Mike. The boys dress up as Ghostbusters and invite the new girl, Max, trick-or-treating. Mike wasn't happy about it and nearly ruins the best day of the year for his friends by being a grump. While they're out, Will has another frightening vision and Mike takes him home where he confesses that he's had visions of his own. Visions of Elle. Hopper learns of the great pumpkin scourge of 84 that's currently happening in Hawkins and goes to investigate. He finds entire farms as well as the woods completely covered in rot. It's so disturbing that he completely forgets his promise to Elle. Welcome to Dungeons & Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching Season 2, Episode 2, titled Chapter 2, Trick or Treat, Freak. Pretty good title. Not a nice thing to yell at a child who's no. uh, mysteriously abducted for several days last year. Or to, to get your Halloween costume on, go out at night, and jump into Zombie Boy's face and yell, fuck you, Zombie Boy, yeah. or whatever they said. Yeah, Hawkins is overrun with assholes. Pretty rough. Uh, yeah, what'd you think of this episode? I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot. I liked it, uh, and again, how, bri- you know, we, we said this a lot about season one, too, but it's r- moving really briskly through. Yeah. Uh, I also liked that the episode, I felt like it had a lot of heart. Um, like, mm-hmm. I really felt for Elle and the position she's in and the loneliness of Mike and her. And, and you know, a lot of questions I raised last episode, like, who knows and what do they know and why aren't they talking? Like, it's it, you can see how it's wearing on Nancy and, you know, keeping the secret from Barb's poor parents are... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's fucked up their head so bad they're they're actually thinking about voting Democrat nationally in Indiana. <laughs> that 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 doesn't happen either. So Do the, the Democrats have the the rot, the pumpkin rot problem yeah. solved. Yeah, no, I I don't think so. I think Dukakis Mondale actually caused is causing it. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> uh, but no, I I thought it was great. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I thought the same. I continue to marvel at how engaging the show is um and maybe it's just me but that i find it that way uh they like you said seem to be moving really briskly and the way that they at first i thought okay is this going to be the l episode you know they never seem to really do that they always Mm -hmm. blend everybody's stories in seamlessly and oftentimes they're discovering things that are important to the plot um in ways that relate to other storylines that are happening at the moment and i think 
they are just really, really good story crafters. I think it's a mark of a good storyteller and a confident storyteller. They can mm-hmm. tell a story straightforward without much in the way. Like, there's a little bit of flashing back to fill in the context of what happened, like how Elle got to where she's at now. Oh, but, right. You know, yeah. you're right. I was like, okay, I'm I'm up for a single a single focus <laughs> L episode, uh-huh. uh, but I don't have to worry about it. And like, no. you know. That shit works. Like sometimes, like uh, the Mr. Robot just pulled off a pretty compelling Tyrell Wellick episode, which I never thought possible. And mm-hmm. uh, I've seen that in other shows, but boy, it's it's a lot easier for it to go wrong than right. And sure. also, it's a, yeah. it's a technique that seems like it hides a lot of flaws, and es- especially with the momentum this show has. You yeah. can really see that just being totally drained from the show if they went off and did a one. Uh, like a singular episode on yeah a, on no a focus. I, I i totally agree i totally agree yeah so um yeah i've i thoroughly enjoyed it uh the, speaking of questions that were answered i think one of the questions you had is what the hell happened with mike's parents why don't they seem to be giving him any latitude and like right off the bat you you get the answers to those questions um, is it compelling for, for the most part you you get the answer to the question do they know yes they know they seriously don't give a shit, though. <laughs> like, they're not letting him off the hook for anything because well, of it. To I don't... Did... Uh, okay, so do they know that... They think that Elle is a Russian experiment or agent? Uh, yes. And did they know that, like, she had been shacking up at their house for several days? Like That that's, I'm not sure about. I'm a little unclear, too, because I think what the, the disconnect may be, because else Mike's parents are kind of horrible, is they don't understand... Uh, that L and Mike were like legit friends. Yeah, or maybe they do, and they're being you know uh, Red Scare era Americans, and like, God damn it, son, this is it's it's a, it's a, it's a uh, Russian whore you're out running around with, and you you got to stop yeah, all that. I, I can see his dad I'm, being that way, but his mom seemed a little bit more of a human being. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, like imagine I'm trying to think of like, ah. Uh, I mean, I'm just just so far out of my performance envelope. But let, let's say that like uh, Jack was harboring a fucking Al uh, Qaeda or ISIS terrorist. Okay. Yep. For three or four days, an eleven year old, and and and, and then the federal government came in and the CIA laid down all this evidence of what a ruthless killer and how the the ISIS is sending these children into communities to cause all this mayhem. And there is so many police killed and like all these and and. I mean, I might, and then like if Jack's, if Jack starts like, you know, Dad, uh, uh, this guy wasn't so bad, or this girl wasn't so bad, I'd be like, God damn it, son, if I hear one more piece of uh, <laughs> terrorist apology out of your mouth, because I guess, you know, but, but it's hard for me, because like, I've, you know, I, I grew up in an era of like, no American really trusts their government. Mm, yeah. You know, like that shit's kind of sailed post, post-Vietnam, post you know, Iraqi uh, intelligence failures. Like, it's Except like you just... in the Wheeler household. It's still alive and well. Well, I'm saying in the 80s, dad. this is the height of the cold. This is the, this yeah. is the, the, well, I guess not the height. This is like the crescendo, mm-hmm. the the final act and, and, until the return. Um, I, in, in, in like the 80s era American, like I could see yeah. parents being like that and being horrified that their child's like trying to defend it. Sure. Uh, they're not privy to the true story, uh, which we have. Yeah. And uh, it's it's funny because, like, I feel like Mike and Will are really on a ledge here because, like I said last episode, Lucas and Dustin are really they're they're moving on They're 
wanting to yeah. you know befriend this girl and 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 uh the other interests and it just doesn't seem like it's as important sure um and, and it's weird because and now will that that leads me to exploration of like why is will being such an asshole i'm sorry I get Will and Mike <laughs> constantly confused. Yeah, Mike's Mike's Why being, is a Mike huge being grump. such uh, a prick in this episode. I mean, he's so he's a sad sack um because of his experience with Elle. I mean, he misses Elle. It's the So this is this is interesting to me because it's an inverse of what happened last season it, where Elle right. came into the group, Mike gave her all the attention, Lucas right. got jealous yep. and they, they came to blows and Mike made a whole bunch of calls that not everybody was in on. Right. Yeah. And now the same thing is happening to him with the added wrinkle that the new girl they're letting into the group reminds him of how badly it went for him last time. Hmm. So I see where Mike's coming from, but he needs to take a step back and look at himself and say, "Don't I look just like Lucas looked last season?" Yeah. As as I as we're saying this, I then come back to like, but he's also twelve years old. Sure. Like, yeah. He's... Like, and that's the thing. Like, I realize I'm sometimes judging Mike by the standards of I would of a thirty five year old character on television. Like, what the fuck? This is <laughs> right. like the sauce for the goose. God damn it. <laughs> well, it's made... he's never heard that expression. <laughs> right. <laughs> Were they saying that in the 80s? I don't even know. Right. Uh, well, it's, matters are made worse because this time the Arbiter is stuck not in the middle but on one side, yeah. right? Him and Lucas. Dustin and Lucas are both going after this girl. Their oh. attention is elsewhere. You know, I wonder Dustin if, can't step back and say, look, guys, this is what's happening. I wonder if they're going to use that fact that, like, Dustin was the one that was kind of – we talked about it. He's the facilitator. He's the, the group's historian and, and, yeah. and, and uh, you know, myth keeper. Uh, and kind of rule enforcer, if he's off Twitter-pated, as they say in Bambi, uh, is he going to be able to play that role as as Will and, and Mike are kind of splitting off from the, the Dustin, uh, Dustin Lucas, uh, uh, Max, I guess, yeah. Axis? Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening. It's going uh, to be a problem, for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's too damn bad. Um, but, you know, it's also, it's also super interesting. And I, I, I I hope that the boys find the way, you know, like that, that would be a real bummer if this whole, uh, this whole season they spend kind of like with a rift between them. No, I think what's going to happen is Elle's eventually going to come back into the fold and then everybody, everybody again, everybody will be whole again, except for Will, who's going to be stuck, oh, but feeling like a freak on his own. Do you have any, cause like, I hope so too, but on the other hand, how? Yeah, it's a fair because question. Because all of the adults in the situation are going to be like, that is fucking Red Sonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, get her to fuck out of here. Like, they <laughs> yeah. got the CIA and FBI They'll on just speed put, dial. put another wig on her, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. You know, she's from Sweden, Mom. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, not the same, this is not the same Same woman. Uh, I l- absolutely love the how they come back after the, the cold open there. Um with with Hopper in the cabin where Elle wants to go trick-or-treating and she just comes up behind him and she's got this sheet <laughs> over her head with the eyes poked out. Yeah. Ghost. Halloween. <laughs> yes, yes, those are all things. Do, do you think that they're going to... Cause yeah, I like that scene too and it's such a nice nod to E.T. because that's essentially the E.T. Uh, gambit. Yeah. Like you're going to throw a sheet over E.T. We mm-hmm. can take him trick-or-treating. And uh, Hopper, because he hasn't seen... He hasn't seen E.T., and he hasn't had Spielberg tug his heartstrings yet, uh, shuts it down. Mm-hmm. But they're also really portraying Hopper as jumpy. 
Like, he is almost drawn down on L. He almost drew mm. down on a scarecrow. He almost drew down on that adorable little pumpkin girl. Yeah. And by the way, pumpkin girl, you try that in 2017 and you're definitely getting shot in the face. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't. Uh, you just can't do that now. I, I wonder if they're going to do, there's going to be some kind of tragic misunderstanding because he is just really wound tight. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got he's got the big secret, right? Yeah. He's living with L, I guess. Uh, I guess nobody ever asked to come over to his place. How long does he think he can keep this going? Because I don't know, man. You know, once she gets like 14, 15, 16, she's going to be like, fuck you, old man. I yeah. can literally r- raise the roof with my mind here mm-hmm. and 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 I'm out. Like yeah. you try to keep a normal teenager in the house, well, let alone one with psychic kinetic powers. Mm-hmm. I had question whether or not Hopper lived there, and I guess... So this does not look like it's a trailer. It looks like some kind of construction, uh, permanent construction. And I guess he lives there because we see him in the morning. We see him in the evening. It seems like he lives there, goes to work, and comes home. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I am i wasn't confident enough in exactly... I, I need to see Hopper's place at a wide angle in the daylight before I could say, oh, yeah, it's the same place, or maybe he's... You know, maybe he sold his place and moved that deeper into the woods because I just want to get away from you, asshole. Like, I... I, I don't know. And then I really love the Ghostbuster stuff, obviously. Uh that was featured in the trailer, so I knew it was coming, which didn't really didn't really make it any worse. Um oh. I, I enjoyed them arguing over who was gonna be who. Yeah, and and I thought like as I remember we were having an off air conversation about like how are they gonna handle that? Because like, you know, I could see Lucas not being cool with being stuck with Winston for these reasons because right. Winston's obviously the fourth banana. Yes, he yeah. he's not like he, and it's like it's, it's literally took the words out of my mouth. He's not a fucking scientist. He's not funny. He was the last one in the group. <laughs> like Lucas is like this is total bullshit. And then Mike is disingenuous. Like no, Winston's cool. So like, oh, then you be Winston. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're going for the perfect cosplay, of course he's got to be Winston. Lucas has to be Winston, but. Is that what they're going for here? Or are they just no. going to have fun? And yeah, they're going like, to have fun. And I think Lucas wants to be his hero, and uh, his hero is not Winston. And yeah. and that's a funny. Like Mike's like, I can't be Winston. It's like why? Because he's black. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> it, yeah, I I really like that exchange. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and then even when they get in the school and realize, oh shit, we're the only ones who dressed up. I guess everybody over the summer just grew up, huh? I mean, that happens. I don't. But everybody. It does seem like that is a little. Plus, this almost felt like a nightmare to me. Plus, I was in. I was alive in the eighties. The Ghostbusters were fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time believing in this middle school that, like, three kids come up with, like, a really, like, kick-ass Ghostbusters act, and, like, they wouldn't be getting dap from even the popular kids. Like, I don't think it would be seen as, like, a like a, a, a But poor Zombie thing. Boy would, because his mom just basically sewed a patch onto a potato sack. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I, 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 that, yeah, uh... A noticeable difference in the quality of the costume between uh, yeah. Will and Mike, and you, and all the other boys, honestly. Yeah, and you—you you said you were surprised by it. You thought Joyce would out out yeah, seamstress so the other Karen. I think her name is Karen Wheeler. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because Karen probably, when clothes get worn out or break or whatever, just probably throws them in the trash and goes and buys new ones. Yeah, but whereas Joyce would be adept at sewing clothes back together, I would think. Uh, I mean, she might. I mean, you never know because like talents and I like. I feel like Karen's a type that's got like this badass singer sewing machine 
that Maybe. does all the crazy thread patterns and, oh yeah you know like she does it as a hobby where joyce is like you know maybe she'll darn a sock but by hand yeah, yeah. and it's like as I, as I was watching dude i'm like jesus christ lady your stitch work is shit huh uh and like you know and you can you, yeah yeah you need to learn how to put on patches proper <laughs> all right uh, i wonder who made all of the backpacks because mm-hmm. It looks like the moms all got together because they, they were exact same plan, like very little variation. Yeah. Um, but and also something we talked about in the preview that that uh, ghost trap Dustin's got ain't mm-hmm. off the shelf. Ain't that piece no. of shit plastic thing that you stepped on and oh, be like he that that's got some engineering to it. How? Yeah, like metal springs and it, it looks like the thing itself might be metal. I can't tell. Maybe but... Mister, it's a Mister Clark special. Oh, gave him the plans for it and they because um, they all, be. they do show that the kids are very bright. You know, yeah. with the science fair last year and also Dustin's mom that she seems like she's got one of the nicer houses and plots that I've seen the kids have. Like the Wheeler's no yeah, slouch, but you know, mm-hmm. and she's got. Her her Halloween game is awesome. Like those fucking glowing tombstones, I was so jealous yeah. of. I'm sure you can get those or make them for sure. They're, they're super cool. I would, <laughs> would like to. I'd like to source where you can get those. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're just under a month to go until Badass Fest 6. Each year, we take the blockbuster month of July to celebrate the 80s and 90s action stars we grew up with. Big guns, big muscles, bigger explosions. If it's dumb, fun, and kicking ass, we love it. This year, we're inviting you to our hometown to watch a secret badass film with us. Afterwards, we'll record the podcast. Get your tickets and full event info at baldmove.com live. No hints about the movie, except we're pretty sure most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be a real crowd pleaser. Our neighborhood theater features a full bar, all your favorite snacks, and we'll be providing some custom movie-themed cocktails. It's happening Friday, June 21st at 7 p.m. right here in the Queen City, Cincinnati. Get full details and tickets now at baldmove.com live. And hey, if you'll be in town on Saturday and have an appetite for outdoor adventure, join Aaron on an optional side quest as he guides a group of intrepid bald move kayakers down our national scenic river, the Little Miami. Once again, get full details on all main and side quests and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live. Hey, the boys are back in town. Just in time to heat up summer, our favorite blood-soaked, darkly humorous deconstruction of the superhero mythos returns on Amazon Prime Video. Boys Season 4 gets started on June 13th, but we'll get the drop on them with our preseason preview coverage the week before. It's been a while. A lot's happened since last season. Two whole years, labor dispute, that kind of thing. But we'll be catching you up on all the major plot points and character beats as we left things off. Plus, we'll be looking at the trailers and latest news to piece together what to expect. I know one thing to expect. Right off the bat, they're dropping three debut episodes for the premiere. Woo! 
But otherwise, who knows? Will Gus Fring reveal why he has absolutely no fear of Homelander? And while we're on that topic, will Butcher and the Boys figure out a way to stop Christian nationalist Superman? Will those crazy kids, Monster Man and Starlight, find a way to make things work? Come laugh, cry, and maybe even throw up in your mouth a little with us as we discover the answers for ourselves of this season of The Boys. Find it by searching for the Department of Homelander Security wherever you listen to podcasts, or subscribe to Ball Move Pulp to get all our coverage of sci-fi, fantasy, and superheroic entertainment. Uh, so, Elle's watching a lot of TV this episode, and you can see she's kind of... She seems to take an interest in the male-female interactions on television, mm-hmm. specifically like the romantic ones. Sure. Which I think, you know, is just her trying to basically figure out what the hell to do when her and Mike are reunited. Mm-hmm. I think maybe soap operas are not the best choice for you, Elle. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't follow the advice of those shows. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's that's what we call emotional pornography. It's... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in its way, just as reality distorting as the conventional types of pornography. Uh, but you know, she's also getting a little dose of Frankenstein. It'll it'll balance her out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is there anything that doesn't give her flashbacks? Like squirrels do it. Uh, Coca Cola you know, does it. Yeah, you, you, you kill squirrels with your mind and then fling them on fire in a hunter's face, and that that'll certainly that'll certainly trigger you. What'd you say? The other thing, Coke from last season. That that senator on a flashback? Yeah. Last season or this episode? Last season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. All right. I have a very important question. What's that? How many goddamn pumpkin farmers Hawkins, Indiana got? Is this is this like the, <laughs> the pumpkin capital of Indiana I've never heard of? I guess so. Uh, they <laughs> mentioned like four or five of them at least. A, a bunch. Like a half dozen, maybe more. Like I, you know... Every small town's got an orchard or two or, like, you know, a fall festival or two. But, like, this seems like it's just an extensive operation. And what does the upside down have against fucking pumpkins? I don't know. It seems to start there. Like, the rot starts in the pumpkins. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not incapable of taking over trees. So, like... Are they going to have? Are they, I keep on waiting to see because there has been very little kid logic because there's not been much to figure out so far. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's going to be some kind of kid Goonies logic that explains why the alien, yeah. the, the the Demigorgon technology is is assimilating the pumpkins first. Yeah, it could Mr. Be. Clark steps as like we well, see, boys. the The pumpkin seed is very high in potassium, and we'd expect a high potassium count if we uh, <laughs> ever experienced a flea walking on the underside of a tightrope wire. Like, <laughs> right? I, I need I need that scene to explain it to me because right now it's just kind of it's it's something kind of ridiculous. These policemen grimly looking over this just terrible fly buzzing. You know, it's like a it's like a Civil War battlefield except for instead of bodies, there's pumpkins. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and I mean it's it's clearly spreading. It's getting worse. Um, it's going to the trees and the woods. Uh, you can, I mean, it, it provides a very cool atmosphere though for the Halloween setting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having all of these rotted things and just a little bit of the upside down bleeding into the real world. You starting to get like fog and and particulates in the air and maggots on the trees. Yeah, the maggoty trees. That's kind of like. What is it about? Because, you know, 
maggots are all about decaying organic, like 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 meat based matter, right? Like I've yeah. never seen a maggoty tree. I've seen like a mm-hmm. termite infested, grub infested. I've never seen a maggot infested one, but maybe I haven't. Maybe I haven't looked in the right forest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? So I want to talk about Mad Max a little bit. Okay. Uh, her brother Billy. Oh boy, that is her brother, right? This is yeah. he's got to be. Yeah, yeah, because he's in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his damage, man? Because he almost runs over the boys. Uh, he immediately picks a fight after keg standing with Steve, which I never saw the resolution to. Like, is is Billy just like, oh, Steve is the alpha male of school, so I'm going to I'm going to go and intimidate him so I can become the alpha male. No, I, I think it's um, Tommy is is friends now. Of course, he's fucking friends with Billy now. Right. So like, I guess. Oh, so how Tom, far into the school year are we here? It's it's October. Like it's pretty. It's, it's like the first first semester. Yeah, so a couple of months in, they're best buds now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and so Tommy goes up. Of course, he's dressed like Cobra Kai too, which I thought was awesome. I did too. Uh, yeah, like he's dressed like the fucking bad guy, <laughs> right? And he goes up, and he kind of he kind of prompts Billy, you know, ah, uh, like that hey, makes we sense. got a new hate Steve, we got a new keg stand champ, and right, Billy right. kind of threatens him. I gotcha. I, I I see. Now, how much of Billy trying to run over to boys influenced Max to give the boys another chance? Because I I was like, I mean, yeah, I mean they were they were being super creepy and whatnot, but she seemed like she was completely uninterested in any any part of what they were trying to lay down yeah and then her brother almost runs them over and suddenly she michael myers them which was super adorable mm-hmm. uh seeing all the kid the the, the boys scream uh <laughs> like how much of that is just like maybe she's having trouble finding friends and these are the first two that made an effort and how much of that is just feeling sorry for these boys that uh, were kind of vehicularly bullied by billy i think it's probably both um i don't i don't know that she goes and does the halloween thing with him if not for the the attempted murder hmm. uh what was going on with nancy and steve this episode is oh boy is yeah. in, is, is the Trunk. phrase uh in in jungle juice truth uh apply <laughs> here where she's actually saying uh, i mean because i i think that I think he's absolutely frustrated with with Steve's strategy of like let's just pretend. Like I, I thought that was actually a really good boyfriend speech that he gave her about mm-hmm. like, look, I get it, this sucks, but you know what else are we going to do? It seems like we have no options. Can't we just you know pretend to be teenagers for one night or normal teenagers for one night and then you know and that seemed like the comfort Nancy, but she got in there, she got a little bit too much to drink, and now she's calling everything about Steve bullshit including the fact that they're in love. I felt yeah. like Steve overreacted a little bit to this poor traumatized Nancy yeah. uh, being super rip-roaring drunk. Um, but do you think that's 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 true fact, or do you think that's... Uh, I think it's overstated. Yeah, I, I don't think... I don't really think she honestly believes that. I think she has, you know, suspicions. She has a certain image of steve um and questions about where his loyalties lie mm-hmm. um because he is very self-serving right like the first instinct he had when nancy was gonna talk about barb or when he found barb was missing is to cover his own ass yeah true so i i think that's still sticking <laughs> in her mind now essentially he's got the uh the the federal government saying 
you know, seriously cover your ass. Yeah. So, like, yeah, what the, I mean, I, I he has I, good reason now, but yeah, I, I still think Nancy doesn't quite trust him, and that's why she she kind of I don't want to call it an overreaction because I I think she somewhere in her mind has those fears. Well, I mean, she's um, like she's just expressing them as fact here, and I don't. That scene in the library where no, she, she thought she saw Barb, I thought was pretty harrowing. Um, yeah, you know, like that would be a, a scary deal, and like she, how uncomfortable she was at the dinner. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she feels the personal responsibility for that, and and you know, I, I feel like that maybe Jonathan, like speaking of compromise, where everybody's half happy, maybe Steve could have benefited from trying to find a middle path with Nancy because that seems like she seems like I get that, I get that, but what if we? You know, we 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 could tell Barb's parents something mm-hmm. beyond like, well, shit, your daughter's just gone, and who knows where, and like, you know, Sheriff Hopper's got his thumb up his ass, and I I feel like that, you know, yeah. may, at least talk it out, right? I think that's what you should do as a couple, but they're they're yeah. fucking young and stupid; they don't know anything. They need to compromise. They need to compromise. Everybody be half happy. Uh, compromise. So Jonathan t- takes Nancy home. Is this a season mm-hmm. where they, they they swing the triangle to his direction? I don't know. She passes out before she can say whatever she was going to say to Jonathan. Is, um, is, it might be. Is Jonathan's face noticeably more busted this season? I didn't think so, but you seem to he's think got, it is. He's got this mid-30s Ray Liotta face going <laughs> on, and he's 19. Uh-huh. Like, I get it. Last year put a lot of miles on the tire, kid, but God uh-huh. damn, get some sleep. Get some, get some, uh, get get a get a mud mask. Put some, put some, put put <laughs> stick those uh, teaspoons in the fridge and put them on your eyes. I had something. Ah, oh, so mean to poor Jonathan. Well, uh, you know, I, I think Jonathan, regardless of whether or not he has Ray Liotta's face forty years from now, is one of the coolest characters on the show. I do like He's the, the guy I would like to hang out with most. Yeah, like I forget what Nancy said something about. Oh, what are you going to go home? Uh, listen to was it uh, Talking Heads and read Vonnegut? I don't know, maybe. And he was like, "Yeah, it sounds like a good time." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. A lot better time. Like this party." I'm not a party guy. No, this is not, not my this kind, kind of party. party. Like I would have like walked around. I would have. I would have stepped in that door, looked around, and like immediately backed out. I've been to exactly one of those kinds of parties. Did you notice that there was like graffiti on the walls? Yeah, big middle fingers and the mm-hmm. your yeah. The, I, when your kid, your your parents get home, it's it's like you're gonna have to put five boxes of toys and take him to Goodwill because <laughs> there's gonna be some punishment. <laughs> Poor Tina. <laughs> it was a Tina's house. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. That they. That, you know, Tina. <laughs> That's uh, what you get for inviting the Lost Boys into your house. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I want to talk about. Uh, I also like the fact that the guy, the the guys, uh, brag to Max that they know where the full size candy bars are. Yeah. Uh, when did that become? A thing like I've never gone. I've never heard of like neighborhoods where they just buy full size bars. No, no. I've always I've as far as I know, Halloween consists of bite sized Snickers, yeah. and Milky Ways, and yeah, I don't know, Smarties. Yeah, just just a grab bag, a cornucopia, yeah. like small doses of candy. I mean, these are small children. Yeah, they already like like Halloween already is like some kind of fucking crazy orgy of of sugar and terrible things for your teeth and body mm-hmm. now you want to supersize it here's what if you really want to fuck with these kids here's what you do on halloween mm-hmm. you get 
full-size candy bars and you get small candy bars, yeah, like the mini bite-sized ones. And four kids come up to your door, you give three of them bite-sized ones and one full-size. <laughs> Right, <laughs> just to, just to, just to stir shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like become... Why did he get it? Because his his costume was better. Beat it. <laughs> no, don't even give him a reason. Let them figure it out. Uh, I was like, oh no, you know, oh you know, <laughs> you figure it out. You could figure it out, and then yeah, that would be that would be a pretty funny social experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan Harmon said on Harmontown a couple weeks ago that one one year he forgot to get candy for trick or treaters and uh, he didn't want his house to be TP'd so he put out a bowl and he put a note that says uh, please help yourself but make sure you leave enough for people to share it's so like when people come up and see the empty bowl they think God uh, damn it, those selfish-ass <laughs> kids took all this guy's candy instead of... Asshole. This asshole did put out candy. Wow. Uh, pretty slick move if you have no soul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd say so. Jim's stroking his beard like, I think I know mm. what I'm going to do this year. Yeah. Uh, what's in What's in the trash? Uh, that's a real good question. Do you think it's from my, an animal from the upside down, or is it just like a run-of-the-mill? My vote is raccoon. Animal. As a man yeah. who's had a raccoon get stuck in his trash receptacle mm-hmm. and has had to rescue it, they they make that weird chittering noise. So I think it's going to be a raccoon or maybe a possum. A possum would be yeah, legit terrifying if you looked in and saw its, its, its demon face and naked tail and glowing eyes. Yeah. Possums are really fucking creepy, man. They're yeah, like, they're weird looking. They're like, I mean, if you you just put one straight up on a Magic the Gathering card and you'd be done. <laughs> it's 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 one one cost one black and it's a fucking possum. That's what the flavor text says. It's a fucking possum. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, yeah, it's got a. It, well, okay, it doesn't have to be just an animal from the woods, mm-hmm. like a raccoon or a possum. I suppose it could be something from the upside down, but. The Upside Down does not seem to have overtaken this area of town yet, so I would be surprised if it was. The other thing I'm I'm sort of kind of worried about is, like, the Duffer Brothers haven't haven't lost their mind and going to introduce an actual kind of E.T., like, cutesy, upside-down like character. the Navigator yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, because it, it doesn't seem like it's a threat. Yeah. So it's either a raccoon, a possum, or... Like you said, flight in a navigator, bullshit, hanging upside down off your pinky. Mac cute. and me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 oh, shit. Now, I don't know about that. Because that's the thing. They're like, hey, no one thought you could do something like this. Let's do it. And it worked. And now they're like, they've gone power mad. They're like, you know, n- none of those things ever worked out were cool except for maybe E.T. Uh, mm-hmm. in a family movie kind of way. So we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to put the duffer stamp on it. Maybe it's uh, Falgor from the never-ending story <laughs> there's just a mini mini one in there yeah they, they could use a luck dragon <laughs> uh man i think it's the i love the the massive cthulhu creature design that will keep seeing in his apocalyptic visions yeah no it's real cool which i'm going to call his second second magic the gathering reference in in uh, in, in in one podcast uh progenitus because it looks so much like the card art for the for this ten-year-old Magic: The Gathering card, yeah, someone, some, someone got a lot of man on the board and and and, and tapped it all and, and threw this thing on and said, "Deal with it." Uh, yeah, it, we get a, a much better look at it. 
this time, yeah. Is this is this is this a vision that like I, I'm trying to think like what the hell is to deal with Will because he says mm-hmm. he used this illustration about the Viewmaster that I'm caught between these two worlds. Which I, didn't we kind of speculate on that in the preview podcast that he's got like there's some kind of uh, alien, there's some kind of DNA switching or something where he's able to walk between both worlds because I don't know that this is a vision so much as him getting a glimpse of the other side. Yeah. Um... Because something I, I also know, it's keeps up in the air. something also keeps blowing up their weather station in the upside down. Right, right. That was the other thing we learned. What? What is that? Just like a monitoring station, or yeah, it seems like it's sending data back. Um, I would think it would be a much them. bigger deal when it blows up. Like maybe you send in, a, maybe you send oh, in like yeah. the you know a, a detachment of marines. You don't just send a dude with the lunchbox in there. Yeah, because if anything in the upside down is smart, it takes that out and waits. Right. Yeah. And then gets you when you come in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a honeypot for dumbass researchers. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that... I don't know. It, I'm not sure what exactly Will's connection to the Upside Down is yet, but I assume eventually we will get more information. Uh, speaking of 80s nostalgia, which is like I like to uh, call it out when I see it, uh, I noticed Nancy's rocking on those four-color in a single barrel oh, pins. yeah. And I don't know when they were invented, but the first time I can remember seeing them was about this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're still kind of like black magic. What What do you mean? You don't know how those work? I mean, I know how they work, but... Okay, you never opened one up? Because that's the first thing I did when I got one of those. It's like, how the fuck does this work? And yeah, I opened still, it up. but still, like, that's an impressive amount of plastic and spring engineering in a small package. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, like, uh, the other thing I understand is how it seems like the pin should have to come out at a curved angle, but it always seems like it comes yeah. out straight. Yeah. Like, it seems like the tip should be, should be like, noticeably cocked to one side because, you know, you got, well, you like I said, you've taken one apart. Yeah, I think the bezel, like, straightens it out. Does it? Front, but I, I don't know. Ah, uh, because I remember, like, I, I, I think it's l- thick enough that it does, but I'm not sure. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't know that doesn't jive with my memory of it, but maybe we need to get, we need to yeah, get another been, one for research. It's been a while since I've opened one up. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they've gotten any better since the 80s. That's a good tech, question. Tech-wise, how could they? I mean... They were pretty you, perfect back then. Fifth color. Yeah? Yeah. They have fifth color ones. I've seen them. Really? They have like 20 color ones, yeah. What the fuck? They're huge. Is it the size of my Yeti thermos <laughs> Pretty here? much, okay. yeah. All right. Because I've it's also like seen... writing with an Apple pencil or something. I've also seen similar like different highlighter colors, and they yeah. are like unwieldy yeah it's like a it's, it's like a you know a, a d-cell mag light that you're trying to <laughs> right. mark up a magazine with or whatever uh okay i don't think i have anything else to talk about you nope that's it all right cool we got to get back to it uh we of course uh if you want to send us feedback stranger things at baldmove.com uh we're gonna be at this all weekend uh we got one more tonight we'll be doing three more tomorrow saturday and then the final three on sunday to get the complete coverage in uh if you want to send feedback in for the final uh, wrap up you can do that stranger things at baldmove.com there's a separate show thread for every episode on our forums forums.baldmove.com if you'd like to discuss that and uh we can't wait to see you on the next one Till then i'm aaron i'm jim bye-bye